Oh, you're really close to the bed. Careful. <laughs> Suck your hair in and rip your head off. <laughs> That's only for females. I hate that you say that. Females. Females is how he says girls. <laughs> <It's> so manly. <laughs> hey, my name's Caden. I'm 24. <laughs> Nice to meet you. Stop. Hi, Caden. Hey, Caden. Hi, Lily. Hi, podcast. Welcome back to the party, guys. Welcome back to week three, episode three, the most anticipated podcast ever in the whole entire world, I reckon, in my professional opinion. <laughs> They're really that So hard. why don't we introduce <laughs> you? This is my boyfriend. Hello. Um... Okay, what did you do this week? What's um, something exciting you did this week? Exciting shouldn't really be the word. I haven't done... Oh, I saw Dr. Eels, my oh, old physics teacher. You had dinner with him last night? Yeah, with Thomas. Thomas. That was pretty fun. Because Caden graduated also um, 2020. I've only had 2020 graduate guests on my potty. Well, that's like the only people left here. So yeah, I guess so. Sense. I guess so. Okay. So, just say a little bit about yourself. Um, half Japanese, half from the U.S. Born in Thailand, born and raised. Been at ISP since third grade. Graduated. Since yeah, graduated here. Um, but I've been here one year longer than you. <laughs> she came in second grade, so. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I'm really, really, you know, playing to my guests here because Caden's not really the most talkative, you know, person. I always talk at him, but since he's on the podcast, he's got to do some talking. You make me sound antisocial. You're not, but you're most vibrant at night, but we didn't do the podcast at night, which is my fault because I was tired. Okay. Don't worry about <laughs> You forgive me? Yeah, I forgive you. Alright, so, where should we start? Baseball? Um, let's start with baseball. Let's start with baseball. Okay. Um, so, I just finished my high school. Wait, wait, well, when did you start playing baseball? Was it your first that's sport? That's really far, far back. Well, no, I, my first sport was football. Soccer football. Yeah? You were a goalie? But, yeah. I just, like, played at recess, and then... Like, one day, my dad told me I need to play a sport. I'm like... A proper sport? Because soccer is not no, a proper like, sport. Like, I did that at school, like, not on the school team. I didn't For do fun. Yeah, I didn't do any sports, like, competitively or at all. So, my dad was just like, you need to get a get a sport, so... he Was he doing softball at that time? Yeah, I mean, ever since I was, like, a baby toddler, ever since I could walk, I was going to my dad's softball games. It's a men's league. But some of my oldest friends I've made there that I still keep in contact with. Yeah, like... So since forever, pretty much. Like Ryan Minkler, yeah. um, Remy, Kane, mm-hmm. Sean Ogden. I all met them at men's softball, and I guess that's where it all started. And I went to ISB for my first 
baseball experience. No way. You were in Little League. That was your first baseball? T-ball was my first experience. No way. Do you remember what team you were on? I think I was on the athletics. I just remember the green jersey. It was green and a green hat? Yeah. It was the first time playing. And that was ISB. That's where it all started. Um, I remember if my first at bat, I hit a double and I ran to second. But Is then, that what double means? Yeah. Second. I ran to second, but then it turns out in T-ball, you can only go one base at a time. <laughs> so I had to go back to first base. And that's all I can remember from T-ball. You just start off hot. <laughs> that was a good start. And then did you play, oh, you played travel team baseball. Well, I played BBSA, which was the T-ball, the baseball organization at ISB for, well, ever since, like... You were there? I was there, even before I moved to ISB. So I kind of just got to know all the players in BBSA, and that's when CBIST, the travel team baseball, was formed by, like, a bunch of dads in the community and they started a travel baseball team and basically took all the um, players that wanted to travel from BBSA onto basically like an all-star team and that was really fun and that's you where it all everywhere. started. Yeah. Like not connected to ISP really. Yeah and it's pretty crazy it, just think back on ISP's history with the travel team a lot of people have gone to college baseball out of that. Yeah. And we're just coming from, like, a small ISP, like, Thai school, going to the U.S. to play baseball. I mean, Andrew Smith used to be on the team. He's playing Division Three in uh, Ryan. Georgia. Ryan Minkler is playing Division One in uh, UVA, mm-hmm. Virginia. Calvin? Calvin Irwin. Uh, no, Calvin yeah. Mitch. What's his last name? Hewitt, Calvin Hewitt. I knew it. It was H something. Wow, that's so bad. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> um, he's going to D1 Vanderbilt, one of the best schools, so that's pretty cool. And Kevin? Kevin Irwin. Um, he's going to go play Division... He play, He plays Division Three baseball in Massachusetts. And you? And then me. I'll be playing in Washington, well, Washington University in St. Louis, so in Missouri. In Missouri. D3. Um, I think that's everyone. But, yeah, so we started since, like... You guys had always been, like, a group. Yeah. Do you still keep in contact with a lot of those guys? Well, besides, like, Ryan and Kevin? The rest, not, like, well, they left really young, like... You could imagine our, like, U10 team was really good. Yeah, I'm sure. But, like, oh, yeah, jeez. That's when it started, but everyone sort of leaves. It's kind of the what international students do. So, as you can probably tell, Caden's a really big baseballer, and I'm just learning <laughs> every day a little bit more because I literally knew nothing about baseball because baseball just isn't a sport in Australia yeah. at all. I mean, I've learned rugby. Now you got to learn cricket and yeah. AFL. You're picking up sports. <laughs> I don't really understand AFL. It's kind of a mess. It is kind of a mess. But anyways, I want to talk to you about getting recruited and like what your baseball summers were like. Yeah, so, I mean, I started pretty late in the process. Of like, getting recruited? Yeah, I mean, I was coming out of Thailand and no one really... It's it's a big step to go to Division One, so 
I was really on the right path because I started like my sophomore year, and at that point, recruiting for Division One was pretty hard because it usually starts a bit earlier. So that's crazy. They start recruiting like freshman year. Yeah, I mean. Well, freshman sophomore year, but because I only play in the summers, it's like limited time of exposure. But of Ryan and Justin, who want to play baseball, oh Justin Blumenthal, yeah, um, seriously, I like the Division One level. They moved to the U.S., so they have a lot more exposure, a lot more playing time, a lot more um, good competition. So that was the right move for them. But what if they get sick of it? Like, what if they don't like it anymore? <laughs> By the time they get to college. Well, it's not like they're... It's not like the only reason they moved to the U.S. is for baseball, but... Right, but it's a big help. It's definitely was a motivating factor, I'm sure. Did you ever think about going to the U.S.? Uh, many times. Really? Even talked about it with my dad, the possibility of going, but I, I didn't want to leave ISP. Compared to other international students, I didn't really travel around, so... Moving to the U.S. would have been a big change that I probably I didn't I didn't want to do that adjustment. Some reverse culture shock. Yeah. I had that culture shock going back to my own. I know my own country. It's technically. crazy. I had that when I went to uni. But anyways, so keep going. Summer recruitment. Uh, basically last you, summer. Yeah, my junior summer was the most important. So I just traveled around the U.S. I went from California to New Hampshire, Boston. You were all over. Uh, maybe Rhode Island, too. All the way down to Georgia, Florida for baseball. I mean, it's basically two months nonstop of traveling with your baseball team and staying much in alone. hotels, yeah. sleeping with, like, three other guys in the same room and you were playing baseball like baseball tournaments every every weekend basically so and through that you know you go to camps as well i went to like three camps that are you like showcases for like two months like yeah. over two months it's like a full-time job it really makes you question if you're if it's really worth it i mean really? like obviously i enjoyed it a lot but like most of those guys there they play um play in the same leagues they're all in the same like kind they of know base, each other? yeah high school division so it's just like the outsider. I mean, that's always the story when you go to the U.S., but yeah. it's all right. I, I was thinking about it because I had, like, the same experience going to college in Australia, but yeah. I really wouldn't change my childhood here. Like, uh, if it takes a little bit of being the outsider for a couple weeks, getting to know everyone, that's fine. I really liked my childhood here. What do you reckon? Oh, that's it for sure because I wouldn't go to the U.S. if I didn't think living internationally would be so much better i guess yeah like iasis and yeah travel tournaments i don't know i'd rather i if i had to do it over again i definitely would have stayed in thailand and not gone to the u.s that's good yeah okay so you're at the showcase you're playing a game is it the showcases are pretty stressful so like first day is just like combine work so it's basically showing off abilities and not really gameplay. And okay, then the so second like testing basically. Testing like strength and skills. And then the second day is like gameplay day. Yeah. And pretty damn stressful. I mean I did it the previous year in my sophomore summer, but yeah. um 
that was kind of a definitely a learning experience because there's at my showcase the way it's set up there's like a hundred plus college coaches and like the first event is outfield throws because I play in the outfield and you're hit like three balls and every single coach at that showcase is sitting on the field watching so that's scary that's intimidating like 50 coaches lined up on the foul line all the way to the backstop one catcher there and then another 50 coaches on the other and then there's this one guy and you're standing alone in the outfield it's not like there's <gasps> no. left right and center there's just you in the outfield and they hit like three balls to you three or four balls to you and that's all you get and you have to obviously play well like in front of all the coaches but it's just the first time I did I was definitely shook for sure because I was just like not prepared to have so many eyes on me but I was just a lot I was pretty proud of myself the second time like this junior summer instead of my sophomore summer like I laughed after one of my throws because I scared a couple of the coaches because I was really close to the foul line (laughs) they like lifted their feet up I had a bit of an off throw, but I was like, I was more calm and it was a lot more fun because I was just there to like show out instead of being nervous of messing up. That's saying something that you're nervous because we're like opposites. I am a wreck on the regular, but you're pretty not, you're pretty steady. You're pretty not nervous. (laughs) I don't know. It's just intimidating. They're all on, they're like writing notes and they all have like sunglasses and it's... I've never seen you nervous for baseball anything or like noticeably nervous. Oh well, yeah, I mean like you play in the hometown Thailand, yeah. like it's I know everyone watching and stuff. It's yeah. just, I'm having fun and that's the way it should be, but... Of course. Um, and then you just like thrown into that situation and obviously I put so much on my shoulder because this is like my one time to get exposure, my yeah. one time to be recruited and with the time pressure of, like, my last summer of baseball, I had to do well. But, yeah. So those, like, three throws really, like, they stick in your head. But I just had a lot better of a mindset, a lot better of a mindset going into it. And it turned out a lot better. And that's I got recruited by a lot of coaches at that showcase, so I'm really happy. Am I right in saying this, that ISB doesn't really get many students recruited for college sports? Like, really? Pretty much baseball, right? Is that it? Because um, you guys really take it into your own hands and do your own yeah, I showcases, mean, I guess. I would not attribute the amount of students that ISB had that went to college baseball to ISB. It was definitely more of the, the CBIS, more of the dads. Of course. Like, all those dads were, like, crazy about baseball, and that's yeah. why we had such a good program at a young age, and it kind of fell off the map, but... For SAS, I think they were... They get a lot more recruits. Recruits, yeah, but, but we don't. They're, they're just... Well, I think it's all very, I don't know, U.S.-orientated. Yeah, that's as well true. As American school. They are a lot on... Across the board, they're a lot better at that's athletics. Sports. Yeah. So they do get, like, volleyball and all that, all those recruits. Yeah, But, I mean, we've had a couple just randomly. Like, Amelie... Like, I know... Yeah, like, there's also Sydney Smith... She oh, some swimmers, swimmers too. Yeah, okay. So like. Oh, and Tata. So it's all like, it's if you want it's to personal, play college, really? yeah, it's not like it's a program of developing college nah, athletes. It's, I don't think ISB does that. You have to do it on by yourself. Like yeah. even Julian, 
he's going to play, he's going to do cross-country cross country. in the U.S., yeah. but if he just did what the ISP program is, it's not like he would have made it. And they're not looking in Thailand either, so you're not going to get exposed from just doing it. You have to know it. You have to know you know it and you will have to want it because yeah. it's not like you're just going to get randomly accru- recruited like in the u.s yeah obviously if you're playing a high school sport and there is coaches there because that happens you can get recruited of even course. if you're not like looking to be going out there but you have to go summers multiple summers exposure get contacts like i i'm pretty sure my dad paid um one of like a very well-known coach in the U.S. because he had many contacts. Yeah. So he'd be talking to college coaches for me because, like, if you don't play high school ball there or summer ball there, it's kind of, like, it's hard to, it's hard to get your name around and stuff. So what did you do while you were here? You did lots of videos, didn't you? Oh, I hated it. Well, I had to, I had to email multiple coaches before going to summer to see, like, it's those schools that I assumed I wanted to go to beforehand, so I emailed them constantly for months leading up to summer to tell them I was coming, show them videos, send them videos, send my transcripts to show my academics, and yeah. basically letting them know who I am and that I'm interested, and hopefully when they see me play... In the summer. Yeah, they're like, oh, this guy contacted us. So that's how I went about my business. But, and then... What's funny is after the summer, like the new possible colleges I was going to were colleges I didn't even expect to go to yeah, in the first even, place. Did you know of them? Like the school I'm going to, WashU, I didn't even know of before the summer started because I was it wasn't really on my radar. But and then you go to showcases, I talked to multiple coaches, they talked to me and you just you kinda just creating new contact and yeah. It works out, I guess. So didn't you have one catch that really kind of, uh, with lack of a better way to say it, got you recruited? Yeah. Um, as an outfielder, you're kind of unnoticeable. Yeah, you go unnoticed. You either, you don't, if you don't do anything special, you're not going to be, they're not going to be wowed by much because you're either Throwing like and catching. picking up a ground ball that has no runner or you're catching a fly ball which is routine yeah it's hard to kind of show that you're above a skill level of anyone else okay so set the scene um i think it was like it was like one of my very first games which was good because and another weird thing about the the college showcases is like there's like 20 to 30 colleges on the field with you so there'll be like college coaches standing, coaches. yeah, standing okay. on the field, like maybe like where umpires would stand, and there's oh, coaches really? in the dugout. And that's a really cool experience because like I talk to the coaches in the dugout, and they're coaching us technically. So that's cool. Yeah, it's a pretty cool um, scenario. But I was playing right field. So. Who usually plays there? Um, Not Julian. Trent? Did Trent play there? In our team, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I need context. Um, wait, wait. When you play baseball, is it looking out from home plate? Yeah. What right field? Okay, got it. Right, left, center. Okay, got it. Um, yeah, I was playing right field, and in a game. Yeah. Okay. Um, pretty sure it was a lefty, and he sliced it down the line, so it's moving. 
away from the field, not towards the field, okay. if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's a foul ball, right? Yeah. So technically it's out of play. It doesn't really matter anyways. But if you catch it, it's still an out. Okay. So there's these little chain link fence across the outfield. Like right next to like it? Like a meter away from the line. Kind of <laughs> dangerous. But a little. Yeah. So this ball is slicing and I'm like... Well, I've played baseball for years, and off the bat, it's just one of those balls I'm like, I know I can get to it. Yeah? Yeah, and in my mind, like, when I played center field, this happened many times. This is just, like, instincts where a ball's hit, and it's like, that's you a diving ball. Okay. And I just know, like, I have to dive to make that catch. Okay. So, the whole way, I'm like, that's a diving ball, but I also see, like, the chain link fence <laughs> there, too, and I'm like... Gotta dive. Am I allowed to swear? Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I need to make this catch, right? <laughs> so uh, it's it was an awkward dive because I'm not going head. Usually I go head first in yeah. baseball and everything. So I like kind of went side first, like a slide. Okay. Like a slide tackle, basically. Okay. I caught the ball. Wait, feet first? No, like sideways. Okay, hands first? Or like yeah, head yeah, first? Yeah, sure, okay. sure, sure. So the ball slicing, it's like about to... It, if the ball, if I didn't catch the ball, it would have hit the fence. So I. How s- high was it? A meter off the ground? Close to the ground? It's closer to the ground. Okay. If 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 you dive and the ball's above a meter off the ground, you didn't need to dive. <laughs> okay. Because you only dive to get the ball <laughs> low. Close yeah. Because then you can catch it standing up. So that's okay. when you know people are like faking diving, right? Okay. So I dove it. And caught the ball and I slammed into the fence like my whole body because yeah. I was I, I had to make the catch right I like it was super painful I stood up I had to throw the ball in right because mm-hmm. it's like the play still on and everyone's like making noise it was a pretty cool experience yeah but did I you got get up like, and were you were you like focused on your pain or were you like oh damn yeah. I just caught that no you can't show a pain <laughs> I just walked back to my position and like it's I'm, nothing? Yeah. I mean, a couple of days later, like, you can still see, like, there's chain link yeah, on my shoulder. Yeah, you sent me a photo. It was bad. I had a couple of bruises, but after that, every coach was talking to me, and... That's awesome. It was a really cool experience, because Duke, like, one of the one of a really good baseball school, um, I saw the head coach last year, same guy. Obviously, he doesn't remember me, because he's... Last sees year's sophomore, sophomore year? year? Okay. He doesn't remember me because he sees like 100,000 kids in the summer, right? And then he comes up after that play and he talks to me. He's like, where are you from? All that stuff. And um, obviously I was like, oh, cool. Duke's talking to me. But like, you know, it's my junior year. Probably not where I need to be to play at that level. So it was just cool to talk to him. And he said he was like, well, he just said good luck because, you know, there's no there's no possibility of recruiting me, but. It was cool that he said something to me, and after that, like, a bunch of coaches would talk to me, and There's they confidence saw the builder as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, you have to be brave enough to do it, and then once you do it, I kind of relax, because you're, I know I did something yeah. that improved the day. Stand out, yeah. Like, like, throughout the day, you're just like, I need to do something, right? Because you can't just sit idle. And you're really hard on yourself, so. So it was good, and... Like, last year, I was that kid who I watched, like, other players be talked to the whole time, and you'd be like, wow, that guy must have so many yeah. so many offers, so many coaches talking to me, and 
talking to them. Mm-hmm. And this year, I heard a couple of my teammates say that about me, and it was really? like, it, it was nice. Well, you worked hard. You worked hard that year. Yeah, and there's that year, a lot of pressure. That year, I asked us was home, right? I saw that. Yeah, I, just, I saw that. I asked against ISM, Manila. Yeah, in the final, that was a good game. But it's kind of annoying to watch you play at Iasis because you don't get to hit much. Yeah. It yeah. just makes you walk. Anyways, then you chose WashU. Yeah, they gave me the most financial aid, and they're ranked first in Division Three for a while this year before it was canceled. Mm-hmm. So it was definitely the most obvious choice. But, like, weeks, months after I went during the summer, I had to talk to coaches, and they're trying to... A couple of coaches were super pushy about, like, getting a commitment. Yeah. And we just, like, threw those away because I, I needed more information. Cause I of can't, course. Most of my schools are private liberal arts schools, which just means, like, 70K a year. And I need financial aid to go to that, so... And for you, it was academics first? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if it wasn't, I would probably be in the U.S. playing baseball with Ryan. And yeah. I'm not saying that they don't go to a very good academic schools, but there's a difference between playing Division One and Division Three. Yeah. All right. So now we ask questions. To on, YOLO. To YOLO and Instagram. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of questions about the most questions about how we met. So, do you want to say your perspective first, and then I'll say my perspective? Sure. Um, Which really ties into my last podcast, I guess. Yeah, Um, I guess it kind of all started my sophomore year. No. My sophomore year when I was... um, or my fresh, yeah, my sophomore year. That's when I took off volleyball to work out. So I was in the physio, physio, okay, physio room with Kevin like every single day, working out, working out. And ever since then, that's kind of been where I go right before practice, regardless if it's baseball, or basketball, not. volleyball. And you always had to get taped because you have weak ankles. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Every year, I'm pretty injury-prone, so I would get taped. I would do, like, prehab work. And then my... Oh. And then I've been doing that ever since sophomore year. And then this year... Junior year. Junior year. This year? You're, like, past senior year. They blend together. (laughs) Junior year, um... I was in the physio room. I'm pretty sure I got injured a couple times. In basketball. Like, I, oh, I twisted my ankle at Iasis in the final game. Yeah. Yeah, so I was in there at oh, the yeah. beginning of baseball season. Slash kind of through basketball. Yeah. Yeah, you were, because I remember Lucas and Alex, because you guys were all captains, they would come into physio and talk to you. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I... Oh, yeah. And you so hurt your elbow. It. Yeah, my elbow was kind of messed up. Yeah. So I was in there a lot, and obviously Lily was in there a lot because she just got her (laughs) ACL torn. Yeah, and um, she's... (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the first thing you said to me when you saw my ACL tear? That was not the first thing. (laughs) 
Okay. I remember One that. of the no. things. That was not the first thing I said to you. Can I say? No. Okay. Let me explain. Um, so she was in there doing her prehab before surgery. surgery and that's when we, I kind of first noticed, noticed Lily. Well, this is a hard let's question. just say, let's just say, because we've, I technically should have known about Lily for years because we've been at the same school and she's only one grade above and we've done varsity council for four years in yeah. high school, but we just, our paths never really cross. Yeah, true. And We're never in the same sport either. Yeah, I never, like I wasn't, it wasn't rugby touch, never did that, never yeah. did track, so I never did any like combined sports with you mm-hmm. and you're kind of a spaz in varsity council so <laughs> i didn't really didn't really see any of that there so in the prehab you know i started noticing her it's just like because i'm really cool uh, i don't know i don't know <laughs> what got into my head <laughs> and then it felt bad for me i had a big black brace and i couldn't walk sure and then uh, one day I wanted to be a nice person and kind of start talking to Lily. So I saw her with her friends. and She probably has a better memory of this, but I was just like... What what you said to me when I saw her ACL? We were in physio. No, when you were walking with Kelly and... Imogen? Imogen. I was just like, I would hate to... (laughs) I don't know what I would do if I couldn't do sports. (laughs) Yeah, so that wasn't really a... Smart thing to say. <laughs> I took it lightly. I doubt it. No, I did. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And you remember that? Yeah, I remember and that. And you still remind me about that. Not often. <laughs> so, I guess I, f- I finally realized and I finally hit her up on Snapchat. Yeah. The day of surgery. You slid into my DMs. She's been obviously I hear like when her surgery is happening. I she's been talking in physio. Mm-hmm. So I just asked her. I asked her how it went. Yeah. And that was the week leading up to GCW. No, right? after. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I was with Julian, and Julian knew Lily a lot better than I did, at that point. So he kind of. <laughs> Well, he helped me out in that sense where I was, it didn't feel that awkward talking to Lily. Of course. Yeah. And that's, we kind of hit it off. I made sure not to get into the friend zone. So, I, <laughs> you know, I was a bit flirty and stuff. And then Lily, oh, well, I did the, the classic. <laughs> we're, on, we're talking about, like, movies. And I was just like, yeah, oh, we should definitely go watch one together. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then, like, a week later, Lily asked me to go watch a movie at her place. Caden took too long. So I'd never even asked Lily out. She (laughs) asked me to come over before I could even say anything. But, yeah, I was really excited for that. Okay, now my turn? Sure. And that's how we met. Yes, Lily. Okay, sorry. Um, For me, I tore my ACL early January, as you know, if you listen to my last podcast. And I was in there doing prehab before surgery. And I actually remember in varsity council at the time, you were working on, like, we were developing an app for ISV. And Caden was doing a lot of, like, the, I don't know, communication with SAS because 
they already had one and he was kind of he would just tell me a bunch of stuff about it even when we weren't in meetings so like a lot of the times in physio or I remember at least a couple and then I was doing prehab with hanging out with Corey a lot and Caden Caden was probably the first like you were in there with Corey all the time You'd been in there that whole first semester as well, yeah. right? And I just never got injured, so I was never in there. Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, I'm cool. I know. And then, and then I got back second semester, and sure enough, like second day, I come back, tear my ACL, and I was pretty much a wreck every time I was in physio. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was really sad for for a while, <laughs> and then so a month goes by. I actually went to IASIS. And at this point, we weren't talking that much at all. Not at all. Just in person, like when we saw yeah. each other. Um, and then I went to IASIS and I came back and I had surgery while everyone was on GCW. And Caden and Julian had a in Thailand GCW. And because it was the beginning of baseball, you were out on the field a lot. Yeah, we're at school. Uh, for yeah. And, and I was stuff. there. I was at physio for like two hours twice a day. So four hours a day. Mm. So I saw you guys a lot. It was pretty much us, Corey, and Julian. When did you watch me work out? What do you mean, when did I watch you work when out? When I was working out with Corey and those other two guys. What other two guys? I think they were in your oh, grade. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know, like the week between. What are, the, what are those guys' names? Uh, Alex. Some other baseball guys. Um... John, but Jack. it was like it was a blonde haired guy in oh, your grade. Oh, CJ. CJ. Yeah. CJ. You were doing like some military workout with Corey or something. What? Really yeah. <laughs> Box jumps. What do you mean military? It felt workout? like military workout. But anyways, I that was after surgery. Mm. So Caden slid into my DMs like right after I had surgery. He messaged me, "How did surgery go?" Yeah. And that's pretty much it. And then we started talking, and then. Like, a week, two weeks later, you came over to my house? That was really weird. It was not. Well, it wasn't, it wasn't awkward at all, but it was just weird because I was expecting, like, I don't know, somewhat some privacy or, like, <laughs> her to be alone at home or something that we'd just, like, watch a movie together. But I walked in and, like, the whole family <laughs> is in the living room, so... On it the, wasn't planned. So basically, on the first date, I met Lily's whole family. Yeah. And they like were in and out while we were watching a movie. Not so. true. They went upstairs. No, the kids kept <laughs> coming down. What are you talking about? Olivia so was, was like leaving the charger in the room so she could come back and walk in. So it was. It was definitely not what I expected for a, a first date, but I, I don't know. You came back. I, I guess that's why we got so comfortable so quickly. Yeah. Do you remember our first date? Before we went to my house, we went to the diner. And do you remember, like, Dalton and Liam and everyone came in and were like, Oh, my God. Do you remember that? When we were sitting there? We went to the diner? Yeah. Oh, well. Before before the movie? Yeah. I don't think so. We did. I don't think so. Okay, you just have really bad memory. I don't think so. Okay, let's then message... Then why do we keep saying that's our first date? Because we went to the diner first, then we went to my house. I watched a movie. Oh, so we had dinner first. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so basically the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. Okay. So that was our first... How we met? 
Okay, someone wants to know, what was your first impression of each other? Um, Which is hard, because there's not really one. You kind of just know people from around school, right? But I didn't know you, so it okay. just is a first impression. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not, no offense to you. I just, like, I'm one of those people that really doesn't take the time to get to know, get to know like, random people at our school. True. So, so, like, when people talk about, like, who's dating who, like, I really don't know anything. <laughs> I just kind of don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I guess my first impression would definitely be emotional because <gasps> you're in like the most emotional time of your life you're, true true you i've never seen like i don't see people cry a lot <laughs> so you're crying in physio like obviously it's like that's probably one of my f- first impressions but you're also really lively and really happy sometimes so yeah we talked about this before and you said your first impression of me was that i was crazy well, that's from um, Varsity Council. Yeah. You are crazy in <laughs> You're the opposite of what I am in spirited ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, first impression was definitely emotional, but in a good way. Thanks. In a good way. <laughs> um, my first impression of Caden... Which really When I was your first impression of Kaden? I don't know. How long did you know about me? <laughs> Technically I've known you since like your ninth grade, my tenth grade. Really. Or maybe actually a little bit longer because I Mila's like my sister and she was always with Ryan and you and Ryan were besties, so maybe I heard about you through Mila. But you never know. hung out that way. No, never hung out ever. Well, like, not even through them. Oh, no. Yeah, never. Um, But I think I just knew you through Varsity Council, really. You were embarrassed to cheer. I was a freshman. (laughs) I wasn't very outgoing. No. And I was in, like, a room of, like... Of course. Older kids. 50 of the most popular kids at school. True, fair enough. Not, like, the seniors at that time. Yeah. Who were your seniors? Like Madison, Will Rutherford. Well, yeah. So it was a bit scary. Yeah, of course. But um yeah, I'm kind of the opposite of Caden in terms of like knowing people. So I kind of knew a lot of people or like at least knew of people. And I'm really not shy when you first meet me at all. So I was probably like way over the top and really scary. Well not scary, but like just like bubbly. Which is probably scary for you. Because you're so quiet. So what was your first impression of me? I'm going to answer the question. What's the question again? (laughs) First impression of me. Probably that just that he's quiet before you get to know him. And like just athletic. I just knew he was through sports. Not good looking, funny. (laughs) Sure. Nice. You didn't say that about me. I knew you were smart. I didn't. You're I didn't very smart. Know you. Okay, how long have we been dating for? <laughs> um, <laughs> one and a half. Yeah, year and a half. And then. Oh, let's see. What is it? August. Yeah. February. About to be a year and a half. February, March, April, May, June, July, August. August yeah. yeah. Half. That's crazy. 
It's felt like forever and also so short. It's felt like forever. <laughs> We've known each other too long. I know. Um, a lot of people asked about long distance. How did we make it work? There's <laughs> some people that were like, how did you make long distance work? And then how are you going to make long distance work? Um, and like I think we have to stuff. clear up that technically we've like haven't done long distance like long not distance. a proper proper set hey i mean the longest time apart it was summer last summer but that that and didn't really even summers count. i don't know if you can even count that as long distance although you were gone like before school ended and came back like after school started actually that was a long time yeah but like you going to australia to study yeah wasn't like not even a summer so no i guess but that one was more valid because we were under the impression that i was going to be there for a long time yeah in summer you were just coming back it's it's a lot of a lot of messaging a lot of facetiming yeah basically you just have to include them in your day and yeah as much as you can you make it work it it's fun at times but also really painful at times yeah yeah it's good to be like independent but also i like doing life with you so that's hard yeah for me i think when i went to college what we did a lot we watched i mean we had kind of set times to call Mm -hmm. not set times but like we knew when each other was free basically kind of like that and we also watched movies sometimes like we had a whole setup of like one AirPod in one ear connected to f- the movie, and then FaceTime on next to the screen. It was just a whole big setup, wasn't it? Yeah. But we made it work. Yeah. I think looking back now, it's easy to say that it wasn't hard, but it was we hard at the time. We talked about it every day of about course. coming back. So. Yeah. There's always anticipation, I guess, to the next time you guys meet, because... Obviously, online's not the same as being in person. Yeah, it I remember sucks. it wasn't the second time, but when you went away for the summer, because that was two months, and it was like we we hadn't even been dating for six months yet. Yeah. So I remember when I first saw you, I was like, whoa, you're actually kind of tall. <laughs> I forgot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I knew what you looked like from seeing you, but like then I saw you in person, and it was weird. Yeah, for you, but it was really weird for me. Yeah. You're back. Yeah. It doesn't... I'd just say it doesn't have to be... You don't have to call for, like, four hours. You just have to include them. Like, let them know you're thinking about them or... Yeah. Let them know you you want them to be a part of your day. Yeah, that's always nice. I remember when I was at college, like, even if I was doing stuff, like, I... not tried, but, like, it was just really easy to call Caden. Like, Zani was always with me, and I would, like, we both talked to Caden for, like, five minutes, ten minutes. And then, you know, I'd call him periodically throughout the day for, like, a couple minutes just to see what you got up to. And then we, like, sometimes watched a movie, sometimes didn't. Really. I think at the time for me also when I went to Australia, it was on top of that really hard. Because my nan had just passed away. I was dealing with that. Moving up to college and leaving family was really hard for me. And I was really homesick because there's a lot here to miss. And I was sad. 
What do you reckon? I think we made it work pretty well. Yeah. It felt pretty natural. But we'll see. Two Gearing months, up to do it again. Two months is very little compared to actual distance, so. Yeah. Caden's leaving for college, so with all the corona stuff, I'm here for until February, until my next year starts, um, just with a lot of complications, trying to get back into Australia and stuff, but Caden's probably heading off to the U.S. at the end of this month, so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see how it goes, but even though it's sad, we're ready, can do it, should be fine. It's kind of enjoyable. Yeah, Caden's really good at saying this stuff because whenever I try to get upset or mad at him, not that I try to, but like when I get upset, he's so mature about saying things and you're like, look, we just have to enjoy it while it's happening or else it's not worth it, right? Yeah, distance shouldn't shouldn't be a chore. So I guess that's what everyone's fear is, is you lose touch or you lose kind of the interest to even like call or to message because you feel like you have to just to keep it alive but yeah once it becomes that i think it's too late you gotta just don't force it and enjoy it because i think a lot of people have these conversations about like whether they actually want to do distance or whether they like you know the fear of like breaking up and having it be bad blood while you're doing distance and like end up hating each other we how did we choose to do distance just what do you mean i mean we never really thought about not doing distance it wasn't really a choice (laughs) (laughs) i just like having caden in my life and so if it means distance i would prefer being able to talk to him every day than you know not having him in my life what do you mean it wasn't really a choice distance yeah i just did it well, it wasn't really distance. We are just waiting for the summer. Oh, true. And when you went off to college, we assumed you were back in December, so it's like... Yeah. I mean... Not that long. Think of it in fragments. Yeah. I mean, I'm always just enjoyed the moment, so... Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy talking to you. I'm not... That doesn't mean I'm just going to stop if you go off to college. Yeah. It's not a chore. It's like... I'm not looking for the end goal, it's just... What you enjoy right now. Yeah. You learn to grow and... It's just a different lifestyle, really. You adapt to it. Yeah. Okay. That was, like, such a mess. I'm gonna have to edit it so it, like, you know, makes sense. The whole talk has been a, has been a mess. The whole talk has been a mess. Okay. Now to some proper questions. Ooh... What are our favorite things to do together? I'm pretty sure Claude sent this. You can go. I think we've made a lot of paintings. Oh, yeah. Like, neither of us are super, super artistic, but that's something we enjoy to do together. I don't really talk during it, do we? You just kind of do it. Well, I guess it's just kind of cool to do something together and have something to remind you of it or have a product at the end you know yeah we have like spent a lot of paintings yes you spent a lot of time making it together yeah proud of it 
even if it doesn't look that good, <laughs> you spend time on it and it's fun doing it. So yeah, we just finished an like an abstractish type of painting for my dad for my dad's office, and it's we ha- we have fun like going out and buying the canvas and buying the paints and doing it, even though it's hard. That it's an activity. Really yeah. So I enjoy it because. I, I don't know, I guess I normally never do art anyways. Yeah. Or... We just one day were like, let's paint today. Yeah. And then also, Claude wants to know, how did we discover Chef's Bish? Chef's Bish. Bishka. Well, I, you have to go back first, Lily. What, too? One of our favorite things to do is just sit at home and watch movies. movies. Yeah, we do that a lot, don't we? We just watched um, Sherlock, which was really good. We finished that. On to the next series. Yeah, we were watching Suits for a little bit, but kind of dropped off that bandwagon. Not for a little bit, we were like season three. Oh, yeah. For a while. Well, anyways, if you have any um, recommendations for us, we'll take them. Because right now we're watching New Girl, and Caden thinks I'm a lot like Jess. And I don't think so. And he means it meanly, too, not in a nice way. Oh, no. She's kind of crazy, too, though. She's nice. Yeah, she's got a positive outlook on life. Yeah, <laughs> you're so mean. Okay, um, how did we discover Beshka? That's a question for you. I don't know how you... I found it from Lily, so... Um, so Beshka is, like, a nickname for um, backgammon. And I think my dad and I, we played it a lot when I was in, like, elementary school, middle school. But kind of, like, stopped playing... <laughs> And I forgot how to play. What? And you're still not good. <laughs> That's so mean. I am good. I beat you sometimes. Sometimes. But um, we were at Nadav's barbecue. We had a family barbecue this one time. And Nadav had Beshka out back and then. And we kind of, I kind of relearned how to play. And then I think Caden came later that night or something. Or we started to play back and then. And I taught him, and then we just kind of played every day since then. Started a trend. We started a trend. And actually, for Caden's graduation present, my family got him a big backgammon set. Yeah, it's really, really nice. And the first thing you said when you saw it, mine's nicer than yours now. (laughs) Well, yours is kind of all beat up. Yeah, we played it a lot. I like your suitcase style, and it's nice. Like a briefcase, but it's nice. Brought it to a senior trip. Everyone liked that. Yeah, we brought yours. Yeah. It was really nice. Giselle and Claude got hooked. Oh, Giselle and Claude loved it. And then after we got back, they were like, Caden, can we keep your backup and send until Claude goes home? Yeah. That's so good. It's neat. It's such a fun game. So if you ever get the chance to play, I really recommend. Okay, and then perhaps my favorite, favorite, favorite question. Does Sammy approve of Caden? I think so. Maybe not at first. Definitely not at first. And you know what? Caden, to be fair, was so mean to her. He didn't think she was pretty. She She kept calling her ugly. She's kind of an ugly dog. But she's cute. Her personality. Yes, she grows on you. But like, She definitely grows on you. If if there's a line of dogs, (laughs) you would definitely not say Sammy's a cute dog. But she's cute in heart. She's kind of more like a cat than a dog. Yeah, definitely. And you're a cat person. I know, but 
I'd rather it just be a cat if it's gonna be a cat. If it's okay, gonna be a dog, okay. it might as well be a dog. Caden is always in this love triangle with Sammy, Caden, and May. Cause it's just a cuddle cuddle dog. Yeah, she's definitely got personality, but so is Sammy, so mm. don't discount her. Yeah, she's... Sammy's personality is when you call her, she ignores you. <laughs> May, a bit like you. May would never A bit like no. you. May would never ignore you. She's just a sweetheart. She loves cuddles. Okay, fair Have, enough. Has Sammy sl- <laughs> fell asleep on you? Yeah. No, she hasn't. Okay, but she was abused when she was younger. Yeah, okay, but I'm just saying May's better. Anyways, whenever Caden says Cammy- Sammy's cute or, like, I'm growing on her, it's really a moment to savor. Don't you reckon? Yeah, but, like... If you spend enough time with someone, you start to like them. Is that what you're saying about me? (laughs) Oh my god. Anyways, Caden and I do spend a really lot of time together. And now he moved downtown, too. Caden used to live like three steps away from me, literally. And then you move downtown now, which is also fun because we get to explore downtown as well. Eat a lot better food. Yeah. You're kind of a snob when it comes to food in Nichida now. Actually, you've always been, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, Here's some questions from Val. Ready? Yes. Do you brush your teeth before or after breakfast? See, I don't have a set routine, so it kind of... I'm pretty sure I've alternated. Yeah, I think I brush my teeth before and after. Like... (laughs) I don't like breath in the morning, so I brush my teeth pretty much right away just because it makes me feel more awake as well. And then I usually don't have breakfast right away either. So I'll wait a little bit, have breakfast, and then usually by then it's like 12. So then I brush my teeth again. I usually brush my teeth when I shower, well, after I shower. Yeah. So sometimes I just wake up and not have breakfast for a while. Yeah. Or I'll have breakfast. And then I'll go shower, and then I'll brush my teeth. I don't know, but I don't mind the, you know, the taste of toothpaste when you first have breakfast. As long as it's, like, not right away, right after. Yeah. Okay, if you could have only hot or cold food slash drinks for the rest of your life, what would you have, hot or cold? Hot. What? I would have said cold. Why? Because you're always like, ooh, you're it not, burnt me. You're not a food connoisseur. I could eat cold food, honestly. Okay, think about think about all the meals in the world. You're going to drink Lily, hot water Lily. for the rest of your life? Lily. That's what I'm thinking Lily. of. Lily, think of Kaden. all the hot Kaden, meals Kaden, in the... Kaden. Okay, you have a steak, hot or cold. You have a sandwich. You want a cold sandwich? Yeah, gross. you can. But that's gross. Yeah, you eat it the next day. That's but gross. I would rather cold water because my body really yeah, needs I don't, water. I don't care about drinks that much. You're talking about food. No, we're talking like about all the food meals. and drinks. Okay, but all the meals in the world, you're going to turn them to cold? You're way of more of a foodie than me. Lava cake. You want cold lava cake? I could do cold lava cake. That's like a brownie. You're stupid. <laughs> And not in a mean way. That's in, in a, a nice mean, way. In a mean way. There's so oh. much more hot foods than cold foods. Why would you? Why would okay. You do that? Are you ready? Yeah. Here is a question that could really stimulate an argument. Ready? 
What? What? Clash of Clans or Smurfs Village? It's definitely Smurfs Village. Come on. Why do you think that? My village is so pretty, so colorful. I'm on, like, level 20. You're on level, like, 3 still. Mine is so big. I've got a boat. It's colorful. (laughs) No, no. I have a boat. But I have a boat, too. I also have a boat. Anyways, it's just Smurfs Village, you know? So, sure, it's aesthetic, but can you fight battles? Yeah. You can't. Yes, you can. You, do you attack other Smurf villages? Yes. No, you don't. <laughs> you do. No, you don't. You do. You do not. Sometimes you do. You don't. You can. You play, like, stupid mini games. Yeah, I play, like, the baking game. You Anyways. literally shake your phone. I don't know if you... <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> Yours is so much fun. Definitely more aesthetic, but yeah, I just don't understand how Clash works. So maybe that's why I'm biased. Mm. Okay. Now, people sent in these questions, but I can already answer for Caden. These are the two questions. Ready? Sure. Your favorite color and your favorite scented candle. And now I'll tell you word for word exactly what Caden will say. I'm not a man of favorites. Kaden doesn't have favorites of anything, except me. Yes. <laughs> I don't have a favorite color. I, I think favorite my favorite color is pink. You always say that. But yeah, but I, I don't it's, have a lot of pink. It, you don't have much proof of that. Yeah, but I just like the color. Look at my phone case. You like... Light muted colors. That's true, I do. So that's my answer. See, that's why I don't have a favorite because I enjoy a lot, so it doesn't yeah. mean. I don't, I don't know, I can't say one's better than all. Same, You're so scientific. Same with food, same <laughs> with movies. Yeah, and the, the other question was favorite candle scent. And you know what? I know my favorite candle scent. It's that black candle that I got for you, the Christmas one. It's like a cinnamony. I just love Christmas, so any candle smelling like Christmas is my cup of tea. I don't really have that many candles, so I don't know. Yeah, you're not really a man of favorites, period. Peppermint. Peppermint is your favorite? No. <laughs> but that's just, just one that's that you thought smell. of? Okay, and then someone sent in, what is true happiness for you? Balance. Balance, yeah. you reckon? Not one, not one specific thing. Well, sports makes me really happy. Doing mm-hmm. physical activity makes me really happy. Yeah. But also spending time with you and my friends make me really happy. Yeah, I but think balance. Balance is important, you know. Spending time alone also makes me really happy. Yeah. Having a purpose and doing it, improving my life. Yeah. Trying to earn money, trying to get smarter. That's happiness being satisfied with my life yeah you're big into that yeah i think mine i don't really know i'm pretty happy most of the time unless i'm crying (laughs) i'm pretty i'm pretty happy yeah i don't really know the answer to that you should probably figure that out that's a hard question that's important i know you know what my answer is Last or a couple nights ago, when I drove home from the city in my car alone at night, and all the city lights were on, and I was like, 
you know, speeding down the highway. That was pretty happy. You would have loved my apart- my old apartment I know. View. I wish your apartment had a view. Because I saw, like, Everything. fireworks during New Year's. Really? This, the sunsets were beautiful. Yeah, you keep saying that, but you have no proof. They were, <laughs> like, just, I love city skyline views. Yeah, you're dead into that. Hey? Yeah. This is our new segment on the potty where Olivia's going to ask us some questions, and we're going to answer Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Okay. <laughs> She's like, "Yep, I've got po- I've got questions I've got for questions. you. I'm gonna ask questions." Hmm. What was your favorite date? Um. Oh, I really liked the night we went to Pepina. That was really fun. Yeah, we dressed up. Yeah. Or. It's hard to choose one. Oh, no, I know my favorite. My favorite date with Caden is not actually a date. It was the first night of 2020. It was like 1 a.m. in the kitchen, and we'd made like blue cookies or something like that. Like we were making Betty Crocker cookies, and Caden put blue food dye in them just to make it fun. And we were listening to Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I think that's my favorite. What about you? I'd probably say one of my favorite was when we went down to the batting cage and you hit some balls. Oh, I'm so bad at baseball. (laughs) You know, Caden makes baseball look so easy, and it really is not at all. I have a good, another one. Okay. Caden, if Lily were to go to America, what would you take her and do? And um, Lily, if Caden were to go to Australia, what would you take her and do? I already know Caden's answer to this. What's my answer? For me, he wants to take him to a baseball game. Yeah. I really do. Um, do enjoy it. It's really a fun atmosphere. Yeah, I think probably similar like Big Bash, because that's like so something Caden would do. Like if you're an Australian boy, I think Caden would be in Big Bash league, don't you? You might have to explain what Big Bash is. Oh, Big Bash. Okay. It's home run derby of cricket. Pretty much, and if you don't know know what home run derby is, it's basically, or well, I don't know what home run derby is. <laughs> Big Bash is. Uh, just kind of like a two-hour cricket game, which cricket games are usually going for like three days. So it's a really short um, game where pretty much like all-stars um, who like pretty much go out and smash balls for like sixes for points. Um, yeah, they go out. <laughs> You're so immature. <laughs> Look at like smash balls. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast. Is this my last appearance? Probably not. I want to do a call with you and Lucas. Yeah. That would be really be fun. fun. Talk about your guys's, Because Lucas is pretty much Caden's other girlfriend. So, do this episode, part two. <laughs> what do you sure. reckon? Yeah? All right. Thanks for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> Bye. See you guys next week. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.